This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. Former Health Secretary Jeremy Hunt is the new Chancellor of the Exchequer and Kwasi Kwarteng is out after spending barely enough time in number 11 Downing Street to measure up the curtains. You'll be Chancellor and Liz Truss will be Prime Minister this time next month. Absolutely 100%. I'm not going anywhere. He was in post for only 38 days. That's the second shortest tenure in British history. But was the full guy after PM Liz Truss, her ideological ally and long-term friend, fought a week of fires that even saw the king taking pity on her. On Friday, Kwarteng received the bad news at Downing Street. I met the former Chancellor earlier today. I was incredibly sorry to lose him. He is a great friend and he shares my vision to set this country on the path to growth. Today, I have asked Jeremy Hunt to become the new Chancellor. Comes after turmoil in the markets, sparked by billions in tax cuts, announced in the mini-budget that the Bank of England has been racing to shore up this week. Now the former Chancellor has been ditched alongside another cornerstone economic policy from his mini-budget, with a U-turn on the corporation tax freeze confirmed by the PM at a press conference. I have therefore decided to keep the increase in corporation tax that was planned by the previous government. This will raise £18 billion per year. It will act as a down payment on our full medium-term fiscal plan, which will be accompanied by a forecast from the independent OBR. So what skullduggery is afoot? And will this be enough to reinvigorate Liz Truss's proposed economic reforms? To analyse the latest developments, we're joined by Evening Standard political editor Nick Cecil. Nick, what's the latest? The Chancellor, Kwasi Kwarteng, flew back early from a meeting of the IMF in Washington, basically to be sacked by the Prime Minister. The reason for this is that he delivered a mini-budget on September the 23rd, which caused absolute mayhem in the markets, led to the Bank of England having to intervene to ensure financial stability in Britain because there was a rout in the gilt markets which threatened pension funds, pushed up mortgage rates for millions of people and also led to government debt interest rates going up. So Ms Trust decided enough was enough today and so she's, she's sacked Mr Kwarteng and very interestingly she's brought in Jeremy Hunt. Now, Jeremy Hunt is a Remainer. He uh, contested the Tory leadership contest against Miss Truss, so obviously has criticised him of her ideas previously. He has himself come up with some quite radical tax plans as well. So it'd be very interesting to see what the government's new economic policy is. 
How do you rate this weird, stressful economic week versus the chaos of the Johnson times? A key important difference between the Johnsonian era is that under Boris Johnson, lots of the controversies were about conduct in public office and potential uh, impropriety. In terms of uh, Liz Truss's government, these are matters of policy. And in a way, that matters has a big impact on individual households up and down the country. Because if you make economic blunders, it pushes up people's mortgages. So people will, across the country will be feeling that in their pockets, especially at a time of a cost of living crisis where people are already feeling the squeeze. Now, Jeremy Hunt, he comes from the left-wing side of the Conservative Party. So he's seen as very much more a one-nation uh, Tory rather than some of the, the more radical Brexiteers. So he is likely to reassure the markets. Um, uh, that's what I, I'd expect would happen. But what they'll be looking very much for is what policies change. What's the, the government's uh, future economic policy going forward? What is remarkable is, is how quickly mistrust has changed from being... 100% signed up to the economic policy that she and Mr. Kwarteng were pursuing to now willing to tear up parts of it in order to try and restore economic and political stability in Britain. Where does all this leave Liz Truss politically? Does it buy her time? Certainly you think it does buy her some time. Whether it's till the next general election, that is not clear. But certainly a, a lot of her critics, a lot of uh, Ms Truss's severest critics, were on the One Nation side of the Tory party. They will generally, I suspect, welcome Jeremy Hunt's appointment. He'll have to deliver a fiscal statement at the end of October. That's the current plan. And I suspect they'll be mentioned there to try and basically reassure the markets and get the government back on track. But you've got to remember that the Tories are around 25 points behind in the polls. So that's a huge gap to make up. So if the changes in government halves the gap, that still puts the Conservatives 12 points or so behind in the polls, which would probably lead to a Labour government. So it's a wild Miss Truss has opened the door to, to, to closing that gap. Um, she's still a, a, a long way off drawing level with, with Sir Keir Starmer's party. Let's go to the ads coming up. One of London's leading economists on how history will judge Kwasi Kwarteng. And what now for the government's relationship with the Bank of England? Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
Now we're joined by Dr. Jeevan Sander, Head of Economics at the New Economics Foundation and a political scientist at King's College London. Jeevan, how do you think history will judge Kwasi Kwarteng, now the second shortest serving Chancellor in history? Really badly. I mean, you know, he wasn't in for very long. He had a one a one hit to go at it. Him and Liz Truss both had this idea. They both believed in the fairy tale, right? Massive tax cuts equals massive growth. People told them it's not true. Even the CBI didn't call for it, by the way. And then they did it. And what did they do? They crashed the markets and made everyone poorer during cost of living crisis. They won't judge him well. They won't judge Liz Truss well. And certainly, I think, probably the worst budget in British history. Do you think Jeremy Hunt's appointment will help heal the rift between the Treasury and the Bank of England? The Bank of England has you know, done their job, as it were, and they have had to try and clean up the Treasury's mess. But of course, we're saying that the Treasury really is the Chancellor and the Prime Minister. You know, the civil servants do what they're told by the Chancellor and the Prime Minister. You'd hope that they would listen some more, but they fundamentally are stuck in the same situation. I mean, even before this absolute kamikaze catastrophe budget, we were still going to have a very difficult cost of living crisis in the winter. And that's still going to be there. And the bank will still have to make unpopular or will likely make unpopular decisions. But it is clear that parts of our mini budget went further and faster than markets were expecting. So the way we are delivering our mission right now has to change. We need to act now to reassure the markets of our fiscal discipline. Where does all this leave Truss's push to focus on those supply-side economics we've been hearing so much about that she reckons will boost the country's finances? I think she's stuck in the same problem that Theresa May had after the 2017 election, where even if she's in office, she won't be in power. You know, her cabinet minister already defying her. Anything difficult that she wants to do can't be done. And all the stuff she was talking about just wasn't going to lead to growth either. I mean, you know, think about improving the supply side. You don't improve the supply side, like ensuring kids aren't going hungry because they learn when at school. You know what else includes, includes or like increase the supply side, like increasing education spending, ensuring that workers have an NHS to depend on. That's the improve the supply side. Her idea, her libertarian, you know, fantasy wasn't going to work in any case. And so this, unfortunately, is where we are. But look, they did try in one sense. How have the markets been reacting? We have started to see interest rates fall a little bit on government borrowing, basically. So we have started to see, if you like, the markets going, actually have a bit more faith. Now we haven't got these these tax cuts because they didn't think the tax cuts were going to lead to growth. And that's why they were sending the money abroad. They were like, this is a silly thing to do. But at the same time, it will still be more expensive for the UK to borrow. Mortgage rates will still go up. So look, uh, Trust will uh, announce her U-turns today. And then I'm expecting the fiscal event as a when kind of Jeremy Hunt stands up at the dispatch box, if she makes that long, which I think is a massive open question. And finally, what do you make of Jeremy Hunt's anointing as Chancellor? I think for him, we should be clear, he was a Rishi Sunak backer, uh, was very much for his own leadership campaign, tilting at kind of the right of the party. Um, but at the same time, I mean, presumably it means a, a slight softening of her own kind of credentials, and that side same as him. So expected to be less kind of aggressive than Kwasi Kwarteng was, but certainly they're still kind of tied up in the trust premiership. And finally, of course, it's unlikely he's going to be there for long because she won't be either. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's the leader. We're back on Monday at 4pm. 
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.